the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'd like to welcome you to Take 10. We come to you every week with a discussion of an emotional or psychological issue that impacts caregivers and their loved ones. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. Dr. Heisman is a nationally known psychotherapist. He serves as Chief Compassion Officer for Wellman Medical Management, known as a leading authority on caregiver burnout, compassion, fatigue, and related addictions. He's also well-known for his work with caregivers. Carol Zerniel is the Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, a nationally recognized gerontologist. She was named one of the nation's top 50 influencers in aging by Next Avenue. And Carol Zerniel, you've got a fascinating topic for us. Well, you know, I was recently thinking about my time last year. Some people know that um, I I took care of my sister who had cancer and and passed away. Uh, And during the time that she was sick, the sun would be shining, the children would be out, but she was very ill and she would go to bed very early, but somebody had to be there, right? 24 seven. And so the minutes would just drag by. Nothing's going on. It's quiet. She's asleep. The rest of the world is literally passing me by. And I feel like my own life is passing me by. And then in other caregiving situations with other family members, there's so much to do. And time is just like, there's not enough. And I'm manic and frantic. Uh, and all of that is in caregiving. And so I'm just wondering, Jamie, about the sense of time and, and what does it, what does that mean for us when it's going so slowly or we have no time at all? What does that do to us as caregivers? Well, you know, time is one of those things that we could spend hours on. Um, CEUs and CMEs, because time is something that impacts us all in different ways. In my world of healing, psychology, and if you're doing the right thing, three steps forward, two backwards, then time can be very slow and arduous in healing, but you, you, you respect it enough that you know you're going forward. And yet there's times like you're mentioning where you're sitting there and you think, oh my gosh, the world is passing me by. I'm wasting all this time. I'm never going to get it back. And I'll harken back, and this is kind of odd, I'll harken back to what I heard once by uh, the Dalai Lama. You know, let's get beyond whatever the recent news is, because the Dalai Lama's body of work really speaks for itself. But he said it best, you know, in life, and time is like this, expectation should be we shouldn't get too happy and we shouldn't get too sad. So that time and a sense of time should be something that we don't have expectations on, meaning Time is something that literally is, it's a field of, of our work. It should be a barometer of our, of our work. It should be something that we engage with. Do we feel we're fruitfully working with time? And I would tend to think that even when you were sitting there with your sister and the sun was shining and the birds were out there, that the energy of your time was not like wasted, like 
you thought for some reason, like many people do, that everything around us is physical. I feel that everything around us is energetic. So I don't think you wasted a moment. I think whether it was your sister, whether it was your father in the other room, whether it was her primary caregiver, whether it's even yourself, your perception of time was, was based upon more on the physical and less on the metaphysical. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. And, you know, for myself, I think my reflection was that I am choosing to be here, that I need to be here. Someone needs to be here. And so, therefore, it is a worthwhile, this nothingness that I'm experiencing myself is worthwhile because just in case someone needs to be there and I choose to be that person. And so that's that. It was, you know, it's taking something that in moments felt excruciatingly painful um, and turning it into something that was my choice and actually had meaning for me. Let me take a so, moment of time yeah. from our time and let folks know who've just joined us. You're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. And we're talking about time. And there's an issue about time, Dr. Jamie, who controls time? In the workforce, if you're an hourly worker, for example, you don't control the time your boss does, the job does. How important is control and time? Well, definitely, I want to go back. I think Carol actually gave us the answer, and that is to your question too, Ron. So the question is, are we human beings or are we human doings? If we're, if we're being in time, because Carol says, I needed to be there. This is where I should have been. This is where I wanted to be. This is where my presence is. Then time became a matter of being this. I mean, it was good. It's righteous. It was the right time spent at the right place. Now, if we're caught into this, I'm mostly American, but certainly I think around the world, that we have to be doing something, that something has to be stimulating that externally we have to be turned on and jumping from place to place, then time is about a human doing, not a human being. And so when you look at all different cultures, obviously cultures look at things differently, right? You have fiestas, you have sleep time, you have more days, let's say, in France than you do in America. But I think our sense of being, meaning are we using our time wisely, like Carol's saying, are we in the right place at the right time as we move forward, three forward, two backwards, I say, because that's it. That, to me, is literally um, control, if you need that word. I, I think control is a four-letter word, but that is our time, and we're in the right spot. If you have to be ex, you know, stimulated every minute of the day, um, that's the external run. That's the people, places, and things that raises our self-esteem, and I think it tells us we have a lot of work to do in our own. You use the phrase, did we use our time wisely, which is very judgmental. Uh, we may think we're using it wisely. Others observing us may think we're not. How, yes. Does it matter? Oh, no. That's the beautiful part. That's what I say. Dance like nobody's looking, right? So when I look at my daughter and I say, you know, Daddy, what is nice? I tell her, be honest. Be honest with me. Call me out. Call your mama out. She says, but Daddy, then I'm going to make somebody feel bad. And I said, sweetheart, then they can call their therapist. Because at the end of the day, nobody's perception of time to us should matter. It's, it's a very intrinsic thing. It's something very much to whether we feel like we're in this world of being like Carol needed to be there. And if I can say this, Carol, I, may, I think you were in Amarillo. And so not a lot of people have tourist sites in Amarillo, but you knew that being there 
was the critical thing, not just for you, for your sister, for your father, for the entire world around. If anybody had any issues with it, tell them to call their therapist. Well, I, you know, I, I think I, my, my mother would certainly have been in that camp about who cares, you know, what other people think. Um, but are we also somewhat victims of our own society in the United States? We tend to only value doing. And yes. so caregivers are devalued. Older persons are devalued because they're not seen as contributing. And so is, does that play into the difficulty in being a caregiver? I think it does. I think it does very much so. And maybe I think this is a culturally specific thing. I hate to get into the politics of it all, but you know, caregivers in America are not really being reimbursed, right? Unless it's a structured Medicaid program, which is available in five or six states. So we're not really valued that way. Nobody realizes that caregivers provide $400 billion of in-kind care and that if we stop tomorrow, the entire system would collapse. So I think you're correct. The actual value around what we do is judged, I think, in a cultural way, a little different than it was in Canada or let's say social medicine places where maybe caregivers are more valued because of their financial system. I do think we're in a place right here in America where it's more like uh, the shot, the shot. The, the, what does the world think of me? And, and literally caregiving should be on somebody's radar, but it's not. And so therefore that is our own healing journey as well to your point that was was your time well served by being there and having your energy a part of all your of your dad of your of your sister god rest your soul of the people around us and i would tend to think you understand time much better than the american culture understands time of caregiving when you say time i think of einstein <laughs> you do I, I i think of anything i think of einstein good bad or different right i think of putin over there with his hand on the bomb but no Time, it, the beauty of Einstein was like he was looking for things that make sense. Making sense of the situation makes no right. sense. And I think Carol, since she, she's brilliant as a gerontologist, too, and, and everything she looks at in terms of seniors, I think brings up an incredible, cool concept on this. Because at the end of the day, we as caregivers, I think, need to figure out, is this time? Is this E equals MC squared, the energy formula? Is this the way Jamie, of serving our lives best? Jamie, we are out of time. I thank you so Bingo. much for joining us. Of course. And for Carol Zerniel, I'm Ron Aaron. This has been Take 10. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.